0: welcome and hello this is a thriving intuitive podcast formerly known as unlock your destiny i am your host raven scott a certified meditation teacher author and destiny coach Welcome back to part 2 with Carrie Caste. Carrie is a tantra teacher. She lived in a tantric community for years, learned under and mentored from teachers in the realms of emotional intelligence, yoga, breathwork and intimacy.
1: So it was just starting to, again, starting to look at that Um, God is also feminine and the beauty of that and like the worshiping of that, that happened in rituals, Mm -hmm. um, looking at the power of sexual energy and what that can do. I was having these conversations with people. I was like, I never even had these conversations with my husband when I was married. I was like, what is, and so it just opened (laughs) me up and I got over a lot of my own insecurities. Like, you know, seeing yourself as the goddess, my own, um, you know, my own insecurities, like overcoming that, seeing myself as the goddess, I was like, oh, it was so liberating and starting to look at like the power, again, the power of sexual energy and pleasure and really how to utilize that. And I was just thinking, I was like, I don't think I've ever even thought about my own pleasure.
0: Yeah. It's like, you're always so focused (laughs) on like achieving all this. Yeah. I was just like,
1: I was living this life where it's like this, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess very masculine of like achieving like boom, boom, check, 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 check. Here we go. And I was, I was like, I never thought about my own pleasure, sexual pleasure, or just pleasure in general. And so that started to become in my awareness. And I was like, well, that would be fun. That would be to invite more of that in. And so I spent about just over three years there and it completely transformed everything. So I did every workshop, every like teacher training, tent, everything. And I got the call to come back home in like
0: 2018. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So in a nutshell, in a nutshell. But you were there, so were you there for the three months or you decided you stayed longer?
1: So I was there for three months. I went away to Australia to okay. work and then I would always, I uh, would always come back for months at a time and then at okay. the end I ended up living there full time for a year and a half. hmm Yeah. yeah.
0: So wow. it
1: was Yeah, it was beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's so beautiful. Over the past decade, Raven Scott has first Exited an abusive relationship, then found her healing and renewal through the very tools she shares in this book. This incredibly relatable story is a healing guide that weaves a story of an empath growing up, struggling with codependency, and loving a narcissist. It guides you in the transforming yourself from low self-esteem, PTSD, emotional abuse to a strong, confident, and renewed soul. Plus, it includes a bonus chapter on the basic overview of human design, your soul's unique blueprint. Grab your copy of this book on sale today, available on Amazon now. So in just like out of weird curiosity off the topic, when you were in that um, Tantra community, did everyone, was it kind of like a commune where everyone like, like you took turns, like almost like when you go camping with a big group. Did you like take turns cooking for everybody or like? Yeah, it was. I would almost, I, I get this question a lot. It
1: wasn't <laughs> so much like a commune, but I would like, yeah. picture like a campus. So okay. we all lived like in our own houses off. Off the campus. Yeah. But we had, there was like a big office and there was about like maybe five or six yoga halls that would, there would be teaching various yoga, yoga levels, workshops. And there was a restaurant thing. So it was more like a campus style rather than us all living together yeah. and cooking for each other, that sort of thing. <laughs> Got it. So yeah. So we weren't like running around naked cooking for each other or anything like that. <laughs> it was still Thailand and we still needed to be quite conservative. So, um, yeah. yeah okay. So it was more like a campus kind of style, like you went to your house and then came back for a class and stuff. So,
0: yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I can see that now. So how um, how does all of this, I know we're talking a lot about the different energies and your experience. So how can all of this help somebody heal, like let's say from a toxic relationship or possibly from a loss like you had from a loss?
1: Right. Well, I think there's a few things. So yes, I learned Tantra and it completely changed my life. But all in parallel to that, I was also being mentored and coached myself on emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. healing my own inner work. Mm -hmm. So this is where, just like you said, the documentary you're watching on Netflix, this is where it can get a little bit slippery in terms of the Tantra because we still need to heal and look at sort of core wounds and unconscious patterns that we have Mm -hmm. because Tantra, when sexual energy is so powerful that if we haven't really done our own work, that's where it can get a little bit dicey. Yeah. We have to be really careful. And so that's what's happened with, um, you know, the places that you're talking about on this.
0: Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that particular leader completely movie. took advantage of all the women. So that was a bad right. situation. So, yeah. so it was like, this is why we need to, like, look at, you know, your, your relationship
1: to women, ultimately your first relationship with women, your mother, because we have these unconscious patterns. And sometimes in yoga and tantra, we get people that are like really high. It's like, okay, just practice this and take all this energy. It's like, but when we're still operating really unconsciously, and there's some really yucky wounds that we have, it's like that can seep out into this work. So it is crucial that we do both. So yes. Tantra completely changed my life and I was grounded and centered because I was doing all this inner work to know myself, to know my values, to look at what I really needed, accessing our intuition, being able to discern what's okay and what's not okay. And so we need to have both and it's crucial and critical because there are many, many examples of quote-unquote Tantra teachers finding themselves in not great situations or reaping what they sow or there's consequences. And so Mm -hmm. this is why we need both. We need to really know who we are, connect to that, connect to our own boundaries. And so that we can navigate this world of Tantra or, you know, delving more into our sexuality, exploring that. We need to really be solid in who we are. Those things both need to exist for there to be, to really experience like the wholeness of what Tantra can offer rather getting lost and things, getting slippery and being really unconscious because there's a lot of people that delve into Tantra where it's like, Oh, there's some stuff that's being acted out here and it's not all necessarily for a higher purpose. So we need Mm -hmm. both. Yeah. So that's when I work with people, it's just, and and with couples, it's like, we need, you know, there's going to be stuff that comes up because sexuality is so core to who we are and it's loaded with shame. Mm-hmm. And so we need to also delve into, well, where does that story come from? Where does that belief come from? Where, where has that belief come from? Yeah. And starting to look at that and looking at those wounds and those traumas so that we can come fully from a really conscious, clear place.
0: Yes, yeah. you need both. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that's, that's how you're working with people. So it's, it's really, and it's with couples also. I know firsthand, I went to a couples retreat when I was first married to um, my second husband. And again, I brought my patterns that were unhealthy, you know, from my past into it. And it just, we, our egos were clashing. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting for this couple's retreat to be like, okay, like this is what you need to do together, or this is what he needs to do. And they would like totally just turned it on us and like, you think you're here, to fix your partner, but actually you're going to be working on yourself (laughs) and it starts with yourself and everything, every relationship, everything that you do is your self-development work. So I love that you're combining the two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's no faster way for growth than to be in a relationship because it just (laughs) just brings up all your stuff. And it's like, can you just not do this? It would make my life a lot easier. And it's like, damn, I got to look at, okay, well, where's that coming from? Well, my dad always used to do that. Or my mom used to it. It's like, okay, here we go. And there we go. Yeah. Yeah. It happens to us all. It's the part of of this journey, yes.
0: So true. I love what you have on your wall behind you. I can read the first two. What does the last one say? Courage, liberation, oh, belonging. Belonging. So those are my values. So those are my
1: core, uh, top core three values. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the work I do too, is helping people and couples find their values. Mm And um, I mean, it's crucial. Those are like core, core to who we are, it's like if I look at when my life has been totally off, I'm like I look back, I'm like, okay, I have I have them on my wall. I have no excuse. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, that's why things aren't working because mm-hmm. I'm not being courageous. This mm-hmm. isn't the liberation I'm looking for, and it's not giving me the true belonging. I'm like, okay, so what choices can I now make that are going to bring me a lot in alignment with those? Because once I'm in alignment with those, that's where it's like everything's sort of flowing and I'm feeling really good and life is good because I'm in line with those values and so yes
0: I love that I love yeah. that that's that's so key and I think that's a really great takeaway um, from all of this just three words if you sum up you know all of your what you do and what people can take away it's those three words courage liberation and belonging yes yeah yeah Thriving Intuitives, tell me what you think about those three words. How do they resonate with you? And in the comments below, type courage, if that's really one that you need to work on, type liberation, if that's the other, or belonging, if that's another one that really is resonating with you. I am so appreciative of you being here. I wanted to ask a bit about you personally. What are your favorites? What
1: are your favorite foods? Food, I have to go with Thai food. Anyone who's been to Thailand knows. It's heaven. It is divine. Yeah. There is a reason I was like 30 pounds heavier over there because it was like (laughs) breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I was happy. I was very happy. I had no issues. (laughs) And so Thai food, curry. Yeah. Heavenly.
0: Yeah. yum. (laughs) Now the Thai food there obviously is not at all the same as where you're living now. I'm sure.
1: Yes, but I found some a couple of places where it's still pretty good, but I yeah. mean, there's something about eating a curry on the street of Thailand that is just hits a little different. <laughs> so I miss it a lot. I miss it a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah. What is yeah your favorite music? Oh
1: well, I might be. You know, I love. I really value my spirituality and. Tandra's completely changed my life, but I live in the Texas of Canada and I love country music. So there's, you know, we're all these things We're both this, you know, we lived in this world of duality. So yeah. I love music. So I got a little bit of redneck in me as well. Cool,
0: That's cool. <laughs> I love that interesting fact about you. What book is on your nightstand? Oh, right now I am
1: working. Um, I'm there's two actually, and I usually don't read two books at the same time, but I have a book, I'm doing a book now called Calling in the One. So um, I'm new into a relationship, but it's really helps you to look at old relationship patterns, opening yourself more to love. So it's a lot of the inner work piece in terms of, um, in regards to relationship. So that is a really, good one. And then I'm also just started reading, get the guy by um, Matthew Hussey. So that is, I'm doing uh, some stuff with some, a single women's group soon. And I just think there's a lot of good nuggets in there. So
0: yeah. Very cool. I'll have to look those books up. And then what is your favorite nature spot?
1: Well, I, <sighs> I love being near water. So where I grew up, there's a lot of lakes. And then obviously in Thailand, the beach. So to me, being like um, sitting on some sand, being near some water, swimming, that to me is just like the simplicity of it is, you know, divine in itself. And um, it's just so nourishing and yeah, it just fills me up. So not to say being on a beach somewhere, whether it's in a lake in Canada or the beach in Thailand, (laughs) it (laughs) still works. (laughs) The water, it's
0: so calming. The water I think is like an all-time favorite. So calming. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much. You know, I have one more question for you before we go. Something really juicy that our listeners would love to hear is how do you build energetic boundaries? Well, I think starting
1: to look at Again, it comes back doing your own inner work of looking at your values and starting to first have the awareness of, like, what's okay and what's not okay for me. Once we are become aware of what's okay and what's not okay, which are essentially our boundaries, and we begin to practice those even in small little ways, so the subtlety really doesn't get the credit that it deserves, Because we think, like, well, what's doing this one little thing? What's that going to do? But that in the subtlety, when we start to make little changes, when we start saying, no, I don't want to, I, no, I don't want to see that movie. I want to see this movie. Or I would like to see, I would like to go for Thai food and not sushi, whatever it is. Once we start to speak up and make our voices heard of what's okay and even the tiniest little things. It begins to because it's really on where the subtle subtle realms of the body. So in yoga, they talk about the seven bodies or they narrow it down to five bodies in some cases. Then we're working more on the subtle realm. So that seems like something really small and insignificant. But really, when we start to make those little choices, it affects sort of the energetics of our body. we there's literally neural pathways in our brain that's like, oh, I don't have to just do that. I can have another experience and do this. And things begin to start to shift. So again, it comes back to the inner work of discovering, well, what's okay, what's not okay. Where am I aligned with my values and where am I not? Where am I feeling the way I want to feel? Where am I not? What choices do I want to make in regards to that? Because yeah. this. The shadow of choice is sabotage. So when we're not making conscious choice, we're sabotaging ourselves. Hmm. And if you want to change your life, you need to change your choices. So what are small little changes in your choices that you can begin to make? And that begins to give you a different experience. And it's very empowering, even on those tiny little things of starting to speak up of like, what's okay and what's not okay. Even small, tiny things, you know, you don't need to go right after and have a big conversation with your father or what, whatever that is, <laughs> maybe you do, but you know, baby start steps small. are really valuable. well, yeah, start <laughs> small, little, subtle changes. And that shifts that even the, the energy of your body and the energy that you're exuding you start to become more powerful and feeling empowered in your choices and in your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, off, and after, once we practice this again and again for a while, sometimes it becomes to this place where it's you're consciously incompetent. So it's where people, because at first when we start to establish new boundaries, people are going to challenge them a little bit. And again, then we get to a place where people just know where your boundaries are. Yeah. And so, but where we start is br- to really, st- to have the awareness first mm-hmm. and to start really subtly and really small. And so it makes it um, a little bit easier and starts to sort of get that energy and that momentum building and yeah. it affects the energy that you're exuding in your day-to-day life.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I can relate. It's, uh, it's about the baby steps are what allows you to have success with your boundaries. And when you have success with your boundaries, you will then be emboldened to continue and be like, oh, I can say no, or I can now speak up and say, when you say this or when you do this, that makes me feel, and really start to kind of have those difficult conversations that you've been avoiding your entire life. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. And also part of boundaries is learning to say, where do you want to lean in and say yes? So it's mm-hmm. not also about just say no. It's like, right. wow, it's like, I would really love that experience. So I would really love to go there with you and starting to lean in and say yes, that can be mm-hmm. really expensive too. So we need, we need both. We need to yeah. learn where we need to say no. And we also want to learn and become aware of like, well, where do we want to open up to a yes to?
0: I love so those, that.
1: Those are really, um, both really powerful. Because sometimes when we, especially when you've done a lot of work, it's like boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And it's like, okay, but I also want to open up and lean into a different experience. So we need the, we need to learn to say, no, absolutely. That's very valuable. And mm-hmm. we also need to learn to say, yes, what, what do we want to expand into?
0: Oh. Love that. Yeah. Thriving Intuitives, comment below where you want to lean into saying yes. Uh, give us feedback on the podcast. Where do you want to lean in to say yes? That's powerful. That's really beautiful. Carrie, you're amazing. You're just a wealth of knowledge and wisdom, oh, yes. and it's been such a pleasure to talk to you.
1: I Well, I could talk about this stuff all day, so <laughs> I have an honor for me, and yeah, I hope everyone got some value from it, so thank you.
0: Yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. (laughs) To close out, where can people find you and what exciting new things are happening in your realm and your business? So
1: people can contact me on my website. So it's kerrycuss.com. So my name. So I offer a free um, discovery call for people. So if they want to just learn more, chat with me for an hour, there's that option. Okay. I have some new offers that I created for people, a daily movement and visualization practice for women on how to visualize and call in and really embody your inner radiant self. So you begin to glow from the inside out. And I have a Relationship Killers ebook. So there's a lot of, you know, we talked a little bit about masculine and feminine. And, but if we bring it down to the level of relationship, there are some core differences between masculine and feminine energy in terms of the dynamic in day-to-day relationships. So there's a lot of things that people don't know that I think could really save their relationship. So that's in the, so that's in the relationship killers ebook. And then I have a communication uh, template for couples of how to deepen that connection because communication is, is key. So, and it really sets the stage for you to have a really intimate conversation and learn things about your partner that you didn't know, even if you've been together for a really long time.
0: Beautiful. Those are all really beautiful things to check out and get on her website. Also, uh, so her website is carrycust.com And she's also on Instagram for those who love Instagram at carry_cust underscore cust. And Facebook, she is facebook.com forward slash intimacy, And I'll have all those links in the show notes, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to our audience connecting with you and learning more from you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: If you want to connect with us and share this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you took a screenshot of this episode and posted on your social media feeds or stories and tagged The Thriving Intuitive. We will get in touch with you and we'll give a shout out to you in the next episode. And remember, keep your unique light shining.